What up, what up, what up, what up? This your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. Hey, Sherday. Your boy, Craig. That's good. That's really, really good. My locked up family. Let me go ahead and lock, <laughs> lock my beard up so I can be like y'all and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So like yeah, the oddball out right. here, you know. I'm the oddball. Mm. But what's good, man? What's really, really good on this day? Oh, nothing. Mm. <laughs> man, I didn't see some stuff. Okay, I guess I'll go. Yeah, go. So y'all heard about Ron DeSantis, right? Who? Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida. Oh, he is a damn joke. Yeah. So, this fool signed a legislative, uh, signed a legislation defunding diversity, equity, and inclusion programs at Florida public colleges and universities. Hmm. So, that's a pretty big deal, right? because that has a direct impact on everything. And not even just from a black perspective, it's literally everything. And uh, I got a verbatim, verbatim. It says Florida's new law prohibits public colleges from spending state or federal money on DI, diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts. These programs often assist colleges in increasing student and faculty diversity, which can apply to race and ethnicity, as well as sexual orientation, religion, and socioeconomic status. The law also forbids public colleges from offering general education courses, those that are part of a required curriculum for all college students that distort significant historical events and that teach different identities. So it's crazy. So it also goes on to say it's um, the stuff that's based on theories that systemic racism, sexism, oppression, or privilege are inherent in the institutions of the United States and were created to maintain political, social, and economical inequities. So he's pretty much suppressing the conversation of racism in the classroom. He's also uh, banning the fact that you can't have any coursework or anything related to anything that deals with identity, right? So, I mean, okay, so let's, the, the public colleges, right? These are colleges and universities like Florida State, University of Florida, FAMU, UF College of Nursing. It's all of these. And, it, you know, Florida has a lot of colleges that are impacted by this. And when he even talked about this after he signed it, he said, I don't have a problem with them and with the whole woke ideology and mentality. He said, we're just not doing it here in Florida. He said, so take it over to Berkeley in California if you want to do that. Mm. Like, yo, are you freaking serious? Like, this is 
it's crazy because it it deals with it it impacts healthcare, political science, mental health, education. It deals with all of that. It's just not just like one little thing talking about being diverse and having more black people in a workplace. In order to if somebody went to school for mental health, right? How are they going to be able to do what they need to do if they can't learn about race and what a particular ethnicity normally, you know, can be confronted with disease wise? You see what I'm saying? Right. Somebody going to learn that if they can't. So pretty much what's going to happen is people are just not going to go to school in Florida. That's what I was going to say. Because what is first? What is the point of going to school when, first of all, college was used and designed to help people think freely, yeah, and expand your mind and expand your thinking. Okay, so now you're limiting the net. Then it's expensive as all get out in the first place, and it's no guarantee that you're gonna get a job anyway. So, what are we talking about now? Then that's the biggest thing. There's, people are calling it censorship. It was like, first of all, you're censoring the fact, you're censoring my academics. Right. That's number one. But then you are censoring the academics that I fucking paid for. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's a big issue, you know? And then what makes it even crazier is this man is about to run for president. Well, what's the guy's name again? Ron DeSantis. So my question to y'all is, what? Where do you think that? Huh? Is he Hispanic? I don't. I don't know. I keep looking at him. He look like he may have some in him. He probably is with that. I think with that name sounding like that. But you know, it always like that. That one. But you know, they be uh, all against each other. They be against their own kind, even if he is Hispanic. Right. Yeah. Want to pass for white? So don't when, don't want, want to realize that you a damn minority yourself. I know a few like that. Yeah, I know some like that too. But where do y'all think this is gonna head to next? People just not gonna be going to school. Cause what's the yeah. point? I mean, but I think even deeper than that, I think other states are gonna pick that up. Oh, and, and follow on down. Well, mm-hmm. I think Texas will be the next one. I would say probably Texas is shit. Honestly, I feel like North Carolina going down that damn path. They just I just saw something today about the abortion thing that North Carolina just um I read it today about after the twelve weeks mm-hmm. it's considered illegal to get an abortion. They just yeah. passed it. Yeah. So I feel like North Carolina is on their way. So it's funny that you say that because as I just looked in like the last five minutes. Florida's doing all this, right? Texas is doing the same thing. It's following in that same suit with the whole, you know, targeting diversity programs. Also, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. They're all doing the same thing. So, with all of that happening, what do y'all think about this? Like this on top of all the many things that we've been talking about in the last, even in the last year, because it seems like so much has been happening, but people are not really trying to have these conversations. 
You see what I'm saying? They just want to erase the fact that slavery happened and racism is still a real thing. Mm-hmm. And that's going to whitewash the, history. Yeah, that goes into the critical race theory, which is the other thing he tried to ban pretty much, which is the accountability of what the atrocities that's happened over time. So my thing is, he's being met with a lot of backlash, right? But I think this one might, I think this issue right here may be like the, pretty much the straw that broke the camel's back. Because this fight has the LGBTQ community up in a freaking roar. Mm, well, if you mess with them, they, they exactly. might do it all the time. Now, you know something's going to be done now. Yeah, they are <laughs> hot about this because you are messing, you know, like I said, it's just sexual orientation as well. They call him a fascist and everything. So it's coming to a whole nother level. And I'm just, my thing is, I, I think about like the the younger generation that's going to come up, you know, matriculate through college, like, I honestly never thought that you can just target colleges and their coursework just like that, just off rip. You see what I'm saying? I never really thought about that. It's going to kind of like, um, it's going to kind of like create, make them have to create their own spaces and create their own um, classrooms outside mm-hmm. of school. Yeah. I feel like that's what it is going to come to because now there's no political activism that can happen down there, no social activism, no nothing. Like, you you can't do nothing. You see that, you know, you know how, like, social justice... I, I took a social justice class in high school, and even that right there, I was like, okay, the stuff that we hearing and the stuff that we talking about is really on some kind of, like, militant stuff. You see what I'm saying? It felt like... Right. I, some Black Panthers type stuff and we were belling a little bit but we're doing this in a smart manner you know what I'm saying and I can right. see how that can be met with a lot of resistance so when I took it over to college I'm like yo we're on a whole nother playing field and right. now that is pretty much getting attacked you see what I'm saying so I don't know I think this is a big issue that nobody nobody's talking about you know Mind you, at the time of this recording, this happened two days ago. So, um, I mean, ain't really nothing that he can really do. I mean, even if he do try to shut down that network, I mean, the stuff is all over the internet. The move, the world is moving fast. You know what I'm saying? You got AI doing everything. You know, kids really don't even need to go to school anymore, honestly. So. Mm. College, I feel like at some point in time it's going to become obsolete. You know, especially when you can do stuff. You know, you can take courses over the over the internet and stuff. Who really wants to, you know, go to camp campus anymore and stuff? Spend all that money. <clears throat> and if you're going to spend all that money to go to a school that's going to desensitize or, or or limit your ability to learn about the world, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm then you deserve to be there. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think I disagree a little bit. Only because AI is taking over a lot of stuff, but it can't take over everything. 
I mean, technically it can. It already is. Yeah, but one thing that it can't do is really like, well, it's going to be hard for it to try to take over things like trades. You see what I'm saying? Like plumbers, carpenters, things of that nature. I think it's going to be, it it may be able to, but I think it's going to be a while before it can do something like that. I mean, but that's not a jobs and and things like that. I don't don't, you got trade school for that. You know what I'm saying? We talking about college. That's a whole different that's a whole different situation. Those are special those are specialties. When you go to when you go to trade school, you specialize in something. That's something different. I'm talking about college, like going to colleges. Going to school to figure out what it is that you're trying to do. Cause we all just guessing when we signed up to go to college and we guessing when we trying to get out. But um, education is not in is not in the classroom no more. Yeah. I, honestly, I really don't even know if education was ever in the classroom. I mean, they give you what they they give you what they're told to give you. You know what I'm saying? It's all a part of a curriculum. Ultimately, the curriculum has been navigated towards trying to get you to go certain directions and certain regions. Uh, are special you know specialize in certain things you know like our school like johnson c smith they specialize in what like criminal justice or something like that or was it uh uh just a liberal liberal arts yeah so you know we had other various things but they had specialized you know what i'm saying a lot of kids a lot of kids that went to school there graduated with that specialty in in those courses or whatever but i don't know man it's their system like they can do whatever. DeSanta, he got a whole bunch of stuff going on anyway. He got he he got a whole lawsuit going on with Disney and trying to take over their whole. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because he want to allow them to what build no more out there or something like that. You're saying that they have a woke ideology as well. They have and a Disney. They said they, they all for it. <laughs> they don't follow. They don't follow the same same yeah. rules as like businesses in in you know yeah. in that area because they part of a a certain uh clause or, or rule or whatever some king king james some shit i don't know that's because they they've been there <coughs> so long so some of the the taxes and yeah some of the business practices that other businesses have to abide by they don't because so they, like they grandfathered in yeah they've been grandfathered because they've been there so long and they have so much land so yeah i mean this dude he's just trying so to much, they bring so much um revenue to the area though yeah i'm people so ain't worried about that that dude, he just trying to appease to his to his you know his party. You know what I'm saying? Right. So and I know Disney is doing a lot of stuff now where they making the characters gay and stuff like that. So right. I know that's so, probably like what? yeah. So you know they they that whole far right or far left. I don't know what the hell. All these parties, you know, they all they all against that. But <clears throat> he running for president. That's gonna be interesting to see. But. I don't know, man. The college system. Ain't nobody but Republicans. Ain't nobody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. They got a whole lot. As far as Texas and, and all these other states is concerned, I don't know. The, ge- the geographic is, char- is starting to shift. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's weird. I think it's more than that. I think it's one big, big shift going on, man. On a bunch of different levels. But I don't know. I really don't know what's going on, yo. I'm just prepping for myself. That's all you can do is just prep for yourself. 
Sad to say. Right. What else y'all got? Man? Um, I hope Jamie Foxx is okay, guys. Man, they got that man Diddy out. They, they, Diddy ain't just getting smeared all over YouTube. Well, yeah, I was looking at something on TMZ about Diddy. I was like, they say that he got something to do with the man going to the hospital. Yeah, I don't know. They saying he know he had too much information at some parties yeah. and it got out. But you know. I mean, they then did he had a lot to do with a lot of people that his his kid's mother, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the other guy that was head of what John Harrell, what's that his name? John Harrell, the one who was head over, I think, like the label. He had passed away. He was real close to Diddy at one point. Oh shoot! Um, I think that's his name. I have to get his name. But yeah, because it was. Having a tell-all book about to come out and some yeah. of that, yeah, it was like uh, <laughs> this dude, bro. Was, yeah. You're right. And, and, and do y'all know that I'll be sure? Yeah, Tim Porter's. That's her oldest son, father. Yeah, he was supposed to have a book come out, and you know he had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Why should be putting that. strokes on people? Because they, they got to him some medicine or something. Yeah, they're lifting him in there. They can induce all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I mean he's well connected. But my thing is, if you if you if you you know like those type of people, you like those type of people. Like who doesn't know like Hollywood is highly weird. Like y'all all weird. Y'all all <laughs> but with Diddy it's a little further than that because it ain't just about like him liking boy. I mean liking men. It's like you know what? Kids and shit like involved in this type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude, I don't know, man. Like, it's just too many people talking about it. You know what I'm saying? This dude like Jeffrey Jeffrey Epstein or some shit. Like No, for real. Like the black black people. You know, everybody who goes to his label, it's just like he's so mysterious. Everybody who goes to his label just disappear. Like (laughs) they make a song, make an album, and then they just you know, you got Jan- Janelle Monet. She over here on her freak stuff. When she came out, she was not nothing like that, yo. No, she was well poised, and all of a sudden, she crazy. Now she talking <laughs> about, I love your 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 lipstick or stick lips or whatever she's out coming out. Mm. That video crazy. Oh. I was like, this a whole lot of porno. Like this was this straight up. Really, I ain't never seen the video. So it was going in. Where it was, it was a sight to behold. I don't know. They were saying Fifty Cent was talking a lot about the whole Diddy shit too. Yeah, they said that. Mm-hmm. And Diddy's bodyguard was coming out with a lot of information. Yeah, Diddy's bodyguard, Diddy and Jay Z's bodyguard. Wait, were they not paying these people enough to keep quiet? Where and don't they make them sign NDAs? I don't know, man. Some dudes, I I think like. It'd be some crazy stuff going on, man. Mm-hmm. I just don't I understand. I don't understand like how all of this darkness can be surrounded like by an art form. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I can see the money. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's just 
yeah, but I'm feeling like I'm like it's just music, like. But it's I guess it, it is now. business, and you know, business can get real dark. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, these people, these artists and stuff, they like products. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's how they sell them. So you know, you mess with somebody product, then you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think it's it's deeper than that. It's a it's a tight hold on all that shit, man, because. With, like with you being the product you are the puppet and they the puppeteer right yeah but they puppets but too life size but this the thing you're you're you're, you're a light you're a body you're an actual human but you're a puppet if you rebel on the on on against the puppeteer they gonna ask your ass you see what I'm saying if you try to do something on your own or cut them cords then they gonna cut you yeah, man, it's a. See, they it's got crazy, a strong, yeah. they got a strong grip on you, man. I don't, I don't know. I just think about yeah. all the that lost them li- their lives, yo. And then you got life insurance policies on them as a record label. It's, uh, yeah. Know. But Kanye West talked a lot about that. Yeah, like y'all seen his documentary, the, the oh, one, on Net- the one on Netflix, nah, Genius. No. Oh no, right? Man, that joint was incredible. It was a good documentary. It was a, it's a three part documentary about him, and uh, it's it's interesting to see like in the beginning, like when he was like just making beats and stuff like that, and he was kind of a little more free and not like worldly known yet. He was so happy and everything. You know what I'm saying? Dude was happy, smiling all the time, and every time you seen the camera on him, he was happy. You know, and then like somewhere around like I want to say 2000, maybe. Uh, 17 or 19 or something like that you just see that smile like right after his mom pretty much his mom passed away it seemed like right when his mother passed away he changed you start seeing that just die out like that's that happiness inside of him just die out yo and like it just was like it's an inspirational uh video you know what i'm saying or, 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 or documentary it's very very interesting you know what i'm saying to see his grind to see like what he was trying to do uh, what's even more interesting is to see how he still, even with all the negativity and all the mental issues that they put on him and stuff, how he still tries to pierce. He still tries to pierce his message, you know what I'm saying, through. Mm. And he's still trying to help. He's still trying to break break out, you know what I'm saying? Bits and pieces of him is breaking out. And it's 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 interesting to see, man. It's kind of sad to see, like him function under that amount of stress and with with a circle huh Uh, where do you think that comes from like where do you the stress like where do you think specifically dealing with him you said it kind of changed after his mother died Mm -hmm. but with a lot of artists you see that you see they start one way then they end up another but where do you think that change actually comes from Like, when do you think that shift occurs? Because when they're trying to change them and keep them how they want to, because a lot of them go in and the label say, oh, we'll let you stay this way. But then they that's when they switch up and they want them to go, you know, and do also probably they want to do. And then also, too, probably when they start learning the politics of it and they start yeah. learning the dirty dealings behind the scenes, dirt mm-hmm. that 
that's kept quiet and they then they made the stay silent and they forced in these contracts that they can't get out of. Yeah, the, once they the, feel like they in too deep. The manipul- yeah. the manipulation. But a lot of them have cried out. Like it's, that one, I don't know. It was one black girl. I, I don't know her name, but she was from. Um, she played. Remember Daddy's Daddy's Girls with Idris Elba. Yeah, oh, the yeah, older, yeah. the older one. She basically Shana cried out how she had to. What's her name? Shana Ann McLean or the older one? The older one, but she was basically saying how she had to get out, and there was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and she wasn't gonna sell her soul. Like it was a video. I think it was on YouTube or something. I. I Saw it. Yeah, that manipulation run deep, man. I I think it's like it's just it's the ability to have so much power but have no control. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine you having being Superman, right? And you can do anything, right? But somebody has like a choke collar on you, like anytime you use your powers outside of, you know what they allowing you to do they press that button and it just shock you and stop you from doing anything you know what i'm saying like that right there would be enough to drive you crazy bro because you really can't make moves like how you want to make moves like yeah sure you got the fame and the, the money and stuff but we all we all know that stuff stuff is fake it's not really a, a um I ha- it's not it's not really enough to sustain happiness you know what i'm saying because we get over stuff so quick you know once you buy your first Ferrari, it's like, it's just a car after that, I guess. You know, I don't know. I don't have a Ferrari, you know. Right, so that's, who was talking about that? Um, Marlon Wins was talking about that. He was talking about how he only got two cars. He got a Tesla and he got uh, a Range Rover that he bought a long time ago. And he's like, after I bought that, in, when I first got my first big check, it's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, think about any any new job you get. Like, before you get a job, you struggling. You, like, hustling all the time. Then you like, man, once I get this job, I'm going to get more bread. Everything will be good. You get the new job. And, yeah, it help you out a lot. But then it bring more issues because now you taking on more debt or more risk or more whatever. You know, more financial um, responsibilities. And then after a while, that, that job just become another, you know what I'm saying? It's like a, another another uh jail for you to break free out of you see what i'm saying so is it safe to say that you think that with the entertainment industry is probably the new nine to five nah it's still better than a nine to five but like it's just is it though (laughs) yeah it definitely is because if you can if you can if you can if you can maneuver a certain way and do things a certain way you can really use that joint to your benefit but we got to understand where these artists come from artists most times artists are not the richest people going into being artists right. i'm saying they're coming from a place of like strife and struggle and pain and there's a lot of bull bs that goes on with a lot of these artists life so they're looking for retribution they're looking for some type of safety a safe haven you know mm-hmm. so they're not going into it with a whole bunch of knowledge about how to how to finance or you know money management or you know assets studio contracts and stuff like right how to read contracts like they like yo a million dollars to do this okay you know right i don't you know i'm not trying to 
be a businessman. I just want to sell some. I just want to make art. And if I can make a lot of bread off of it and sustain a lifestyle that's going to allow me to do certain things. Yeah. But it's that little small fine print. And what's and, the, what is it called when they give you that money up front and they give you that money up front? Advance. Yeah, they give you the advance. And then now you owe the company after the, all your after your tours over that you then spent more money than you made. That's mm-hmm. why I think it's the new nine to five. The reason why I say that is because of what you just said. You know, you don't have the knowledge going in about any of the contracts. When you first start a new job, you get thrown with that paperwork. Are you reading that shit? Do you really know what the hell you're looking at? You just sign that shit, right? So you get your first check and you got all these expenses that you got to pay for, even though you may have a million dollars. It's a bunch of artists that came out here and actually broke down the numbers and crunched that shit of what you actually get back after you get this check. You see what I'm saying? I think and Wayne gotta pay Uncle Sam. Yeah, but Wayne actually broke that down in, in terms of a tour. Like when you do your tour and you get that money, I this was like in early two thousands, but he barely cleared anything after the tour. And I, I I equate that to a regular nine to five. You work and bust your ass after everything the deduct the deductions and shit come out. This is what you left with. This little bit and that's kind of like. And that's kind of like, um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but like on the James Brown movie, like he was going through the paperwork and he was looking at certain stuff. He was like, oh, I don't need this. I don't need no driver. He told the driver, he paid him for whatever and told him, you know, yeah, I got this, yeah, I can drive myself. But see, yeah, that's the, but that's the difference between like a nine to five and, and being on that level. Because for one, when you in that environment, you have more than one way to make income. You know what I'm saying? It's not just tours. That's like true. these people are like doing shows, yeah. they're doing events, they're wearing other people's brands. It's different ways that you can make bread and you have a lot more bread to use to make more bread. When you got a nine to five, you're only making bread from that one job unless you got two jobs. But then, <clears throat> you know, it, it's still it's still limiting. You know what I'm saying? I think right. And then as an art. Go ahead. Huh? Go and ahead. then and then on top of that, like you actually can negotiate. I mean, like, I guess with a nine to five, you can negotiate your your you know the terms of your job, but it's only a certain to some extent. But these people they have they they have the ability to negotiate, they just don't have the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's what right. keeps that them from mm-hmm. that's what that's what keeps them on the leash. They don't have the knowledge of I own my music. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't I have to sell it. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm 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 gonna be like Rihanna and have two and three businesses. I'm gonna get a beauty right. line, I'm gonna get a clothing line. And yeah, and they don't have a plan. Like a lot of these kids, they go and they don't got no plan. They like, yeah, I'm gonna we gotta get this money. They don't have no no strategy, they don't have no long game. You have to have impeccable long game. Mm-hmm. Like to, to outmaneuver these people because they have a team that's on you 24-7. It's just you by yourself. You know, when you when you go in, you like like Ludacris, he went in there, he went to college, you know, he was a little more educated. He went, he went up in there, he had a little strategy or whatever, you know. He was making his music, jumped out of the music game into the movies, jumped out of the uh, movies and started investing into real estate, you know. 
this dude looking at buying island, islands and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So even uh, people like Jay-Z and, and uh, G-Unit, uh, 50 Cent, and, you know, Dr. Dre, people, you know, people like, well, Dr. Dre, you know, he didn't get his plans until afterwards. But Master P, you know what I'm saying? People like that. Yeah. They go in the game. They don't, they know how to maneuver through the BS. But they smart enough to know, like, okay, yeah, they gonna take my, they gonna take this bread, but I'm a, I'm gonna do this with my money. You know what I'm saying? You got people like Dame Dash, like they not about to. <laughs> Dame Dash will tell you all the time, like, bro, do it yourself, own your yeah. own. Right. You know, he he went, he came out of, you know, talking to Jonathan Major, saying like, you know, you want to make movies, make your own movies. You know. Yeah. So, so that brings me to, to um, pretty much that girl Ice Spice. Oh so God! Her, but her manager actually said that she is terrible. Oh, All right, she's, finish. She's, but this, this the thing. She's terrible, but her contract mm. is brilliant. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. She owns her own masters. She owns her publishing. She has full creative control in her deal. No one in the label on the label side touches her music. She has no traditional A&R and no one's picking her beats. So she does whatever she wants. That's not true. I mean, and you know, within reason, within reason. But when it comes to the actual intellectual property is hurt. Now you got other shit that you got to deal with, but she... I- she controls damn near, damn near, all of it. She, um, so, she but, really but don't, is, huh? But this is this is my thing, though. This is my point. When it when you deal with stuff like that, who, where is the true freedom? You see, what I'm saying somebody that's under a label where they have control, that's not freedom. You got a lot of money, but you don't have a lot of freedom. When but somebody's she- working a nine to five. They may have freedom, but they ain't got a lot of money. So where in all of this do can you have the freedom and the money? And I feel like that lies if you, you know, if you look at the entertainment industry versus a nine to five, they lie. I, I believe in my opinion, they lie in what you were just talking about, the 50 cents, the Dre's, the grinding and being under that damn label and being under control. So you can do what you want to do later on. But you no got in mean, a nine to five where you got to bust your ass, put money to the side and do what you need to do. And then when you get to a certain point, you got enough saved up. Then you can make the moves that you want to make. You see what I'm saying? So I, that's why I say, in my opinion, the entertainment industry is just like a nine to five. The, 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 the principles are still the same. You don't control shit. You have to pay for shit. You still got to find a way out. 10 minutes ago, Cray, you just said you still are in some type of jail and you still got to find your way out of that shit. That ain't no different than a nine to five. I mean, this this is the this is the thing about it. When you're talking about a psychological prison, I guess in a sense, maybe it's similar. It's just they like what I'm trying to say is they have a lot more. It's not the same because they have a little more wiggle room. 
what I'm saying? And they have multiple ways to make income. You got to understand that when you're using money, as long as you're using money, you're always going to be a slave because money is debt. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's that's what that's what it is. Like as long as we're using currency, we're always indebted to someone because the money doesn't come from us. We didn't make it. Mm-hmm. You know? And money's not really anything. It's really worthless, honestly, if you want to be truthful about it. <clears throat> but that's the that's the currency that everybody agrees with that we use. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you use money, you're gonna be in this psychological prison you know what i'm saying but there's ways to move around it and kind of use it to your benefit at a job you don't have as much free space it's all about how much more free space can i get versus this person you know what i'm saying if i'm in this prison and my prison is big as hell and the guards are less likely to pay attention to me than those guys across the hall i have a little more free time to figure out how to get out of this cell than those guys across the hall because they got eyes on them 24-7. You know what I'm saying? In the industry, yeah, every the whole world's looking at you. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and maybe they're paying attention to your bread or whatever like that, but you still... The amount of money that you make, you can still make big decisions and big moves <clears throat> and somehow wiggle yourself out. You know? You might not completely be free, but ain't none of us complete ever, you know what I'm saying? Unless you want some other shit, you got to be, shit, I don't know if there's a free motherfucker in the world. The only pre- the only free people in this world right now is the people who don't use money. You're the only people that's free. You don't have to abide by any rules or any laws or anything. You can do what you want. It might be difficult, but that's the natural order of life anyway. But who not using money? Control, it's 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 a it's a lot of people who don't they don't be using bread. Like you like think about these people in these indigenous countries, like you know, these bush people and stuff like that. They don't be using bread and stuff. They 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 got their own culture. They raise their own families. You know what I'm saying? They handle their own diseases. Yeah, they look to us, they look barbaric, you know? But that's because we've been conditioned to think that this stuff and jewelry and all this stuff is important. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the world, who gonna live? Us or them? They gonna still be living because they know how to live. None of us gonna make it out alive, man. They know how to. They know how to live in a world without. We don't. We like the caged little lions. We gonna die. I'm not gonna die, but you know. So that's just how, that's just how it is, man. But I feel as though when it comes to that artist game, they just it's just it's just about how much knowledge you got, man. Knowledge, like when they say knowledge is freedom, it truly is. <clears throat> it truly is, man. Because that's the only real wealth that you can really build up. That's the only re- true asset that they can't take from you, unless they drug your ass. I don't know. I feel like you under more control when you are in that in that world, yo. They so more money comes more problems. Nah, that's not true. It's I'm, always you always gonna have problems. Think like you can't. You, I see, but but this is the thing. Don't I don't want you to twist my words up and think that it's just cut and dry like that. I feel like you're still under a lot of control when you get in that light. 
because people now are praying on your downfall. They say when you hit the lotto, be prepared to get sued because everybody is going to want a piece of your money and everybody's going to try to look for a way to get your bread. That's why people try to get, when they hit the lotto, they try to remain anonymous. But That's you deal with that now, though. Gonna tell That's you the deal. first thing. Say what? You did. You already dealing with everybody trying to get your bread now. Yeah, but I'm saying, when you're on that pedestal and you got that light, light shined on you, people are praying for your downfall and they're praying on your money. But listen to this, come at it. Listen, from the listen people to, that are pushing for you, as well as the people that are listen, just looking at you. Listen to what you're saying. It's not a difference. We only put a di- we only put a difference on it because we're looking at the value of dollar signs that they have. It's all the same. Just because you make a little bit of money doesn't mean that people aren't still out here praying for your downfall. Yeah. There's someone. There's there. There are people yeah, out here waiting. Nine to five is the same. That's my whole argument, that there is no difference between somebody working a nine to five and you being in the entertainment industry. I'm saying that it's a it bit different. exactly the same, but you're saying- it is, It's a bit different. It is a bit different. Mm, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Do you have to work this weekend? Do I? Yeah. Yes. Okay. If, do you own do you own the job that you work at? No. Okay. As a musician or an artist, right? If you have the right knowledge, you can own that that whole situation right there. You can own that. You know what I'm saying? This is what I'm saying. When you got the 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 the, the difference is even if you have knowledge and you work in a 9 to 5, you still don't have no room to do nothing. But when you have the knowledge and you in this more entrepreneurial type of environment, you have a lot more space. That is the difference. The difference is the space. The difference is the time that you have. When you're in that entrepreneurial room, I get that. I'm specifically talking about being in that entertainment industry. I'm not talking about an entrepreneur and you having your own business. I'm talking about when you're under that type of control. I want to be specific with that. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. When it comes to being in that entertainment industry, maybe as that artist under that record label, that's what I'm talking about compared to the nine to five. I didn't say anything about somebody that may be starting their own business and how they things going for them and have left the nine to five. I feel like that's a whole totally different room. I don't don't think you comprehended what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is it's a, it's a it's the it's about as long as you have the knowledge, like the knowledge is what changes everything. I agree. Even in the nine to five, you know what I'm saying? That knowledge is what differentiates the, it makes the distinction the distinct difference between you working a nine to five and you and you working in this this type of environment. Yeah, you can be an artist and still work like you work in a nine to five. Yeah, it's it's kind of conducive to the same thing. But the thing, what I'm saying is you just have, you just got more freedom, bro, to just make make better decisions. I feel you. And you can't, you can't, you can't beat that when you got more money and more space. It's just, if you got lack of knowledge, then you just going to fall into the same that's, circumstance. That's already stamped right there. I get that. The knowledge is the key. 
you're going to follow in them lies if you don't have it. I'm just comparing the two. Just in my opinion, I feel like, I don't know, there's too many similarities there. What you think, though? Um, I'm kind of torn because I feel what you're saying, um, comedic, because if you don't have the other uh, aspects going for yourself, then you are kind of trapped. But then, like Cray said, if you have the knowledge and you go for other avenues, you you can basically do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to know what you want and how you're going to get there. Yeah. I get it. And then you yeah. can't take, and then also you can't take a no. You know, when you say, when somebody tell you no, you figure out how you're going to do it some other way. Yeah. It's a grind nonetheless, because it ain't going to be easy on either side. Right. But I don't know. That's tough, yo. It's possible, though. Right. And, like, you have to be focused. You have to be determined. And you have to have the knowledge, too. And you have to want it. Because some of these people, they artists and they doing their own thing, but they're not focused. They still trying to prove that they... Um, hood and they um, got um, what is it called hood credit or what I forgot I, I, ain't, even been, <laughs> I ain't been in, in that, around them type of people so long hood credit. I ain't been around <laughs> them people so long <laughs> what is it called <laughs> um, you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah I see what you're saying so and if you gonna keep on like they say, if you want to soar with the eagles, you can't keep hanging with the pigeons. So, <laughs> real. that's real. What do y'all think about um, what? How, I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Somebody said I pronounced it wrong, but Ja Morant or Jay Morant. Yeah. Oh, that's football the, player. He, that's the one that played. Um, he played what football? He played for the Grizzlies. No, he a basketball player. Who, oh, that's uh, what I got thought. suspended oh, they, again for the gun. <laughs> But just waving taking the taking pictures with guns and stuff like that. Throw, throwing up gang signs and stuff like that. Keep on doing that. It's the second time. He ain't learned the first time. Yeah, yeah, young dude. Just, just fire him. Just fire him. <laughs> Take him back to the projects and let him wave around all the guns he wants. He can he can take money phone pics and all he wants and wave around all the guns he wants because he's a damn fool. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are saying, and it's starting. It's starting to be bad for him because now you got gang members and stuff talking about like you're gonna have to pay for that. You know what I'm saying? Like he throwing up gang signs on the court and stuff like that. And... No, not at work. He at work when he on the on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Oh hell no! Throwing up gang signs. He on the clock shooting at people. You know, <laughs> with finger. This dude, he wild. They live in a different world. They've been treated like princes and stuff their whole life, man. It's just be. That, see that, and that's my point too, because didn't he grow up like in a um suburb? Suburb. <laughs> you trying to be hood, trying to show your oh street cred. That's the word. You yeah. <laughs> street cred, and your ass is from the suburbs. Please sit down, please. And how old is so he? many of us that have done that same stuff. So it's like, do you feel like you've been excluded from it and you want to be a part of it because you don't like the lifestyle that you in? Or you feel like you missing something? I don't, I don't know. 
what's the mental with that? Like, oh, are you just trying to follow social media trends? I I don't know. Put the phone down. Pick up a book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I. I don't know. people that would love to be in his position and and they would do right. Yeah. Yeah. But my thing is, we hear that all the time and so many people do it. So my thing is, is there anything else that may be going on with that? That's like my biggest thing. You hear about this from time to time. Maybe it's a mental thing. Like, uh, it's, um, it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff, man. It is that that's like a, I know that's it's like, a stressful life. I that's know psychology. Yeah. It ain't I mean it's not even that his life is stressful. It's just like how these kids like how these dudes are trained to view their own people and like what 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 you know what makes you a tough man versus what makes you a weak. You know what I'm saying? It's like Oh, gang stuff is tough and strong. That's how they portray it. You know, they, it portrays you to be a tougher man. It, it, it prevents people from wanting to, you know, do harm to you, I guess. No, that's why you hire bodyguards that used to be in that life. I mean, we know that. <laughs> we know that, but, you know, you a young cat and you, you've you been pretty much protected your whole life. So you want to, you've never lived that life. So you want to show people that you're tough. You know what I'm saying? It's just... Sounds stupid. It does sound stupid, but it's a whole psychology. It's the music. It's the culture. It's a whole bunch of stuff, man. Mm. Like this dude has been. He's been. He's been preparing to go to the NBA his whole life. So you know that his life has been very sheltered. I was going. You know what I'm saying? He he's been guided to do certain things at certain times, eat certain ways, practice certain ways. Like you don't get that good just raw. I mean. Yeah, you got good talent, but that dude is a beast on the court. You know what I'm saying? It take a whole nother level of training. So he ain't, he don't know what's stupid and what's not. He just think that it's just a part of being like rich and, you know, rich and famous as a black dude with dreadlocks. You know what I'm saying? Also, what you're trying to say is that his family should have took him to the hood every now and again. No, not even so. It's just like, because how would you? How else would you have gotten educated? That okay, so let's say his parents worked super hard to get out of the hood, and now they're in the suburbs. When they raised him from a baby, all he know is suburban life. So how would he understand the struggle if they didn't like take him back to great grandma's house or grandma's house in the hood? They take and put them in some damn programs, you know. I don't know. Go take them, take them to a camp. Scared straight. It's a, but it, it's some coaching. It's some, it's some coaching that young black men can get. Like I went through a program called Tap. It was a sports camp, but we had we uh we did academics in the morning. We did all sports in the evening, and they coached us on manly. You know what I'm saying? On on manlyhood and a whole bunch of different aspects of life. You know what I'm saying? But there's different programs that you can be put in. But, like, the thing with the black culture is they teach us, like, if you're going to be rich and famous like these rappers and stuff, this is what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? So, I think, I think, I get what you're saying because 
they only seeing one like if you watching on TV you only gonna see one aspect of right. this person's life what they wanna show you right but Aside from how they really living, they shopping at Whole Foods and taking their kids to piano practice and not doing no hood shit that they singing about. Right. Because think about it. How many rich black men or women do you actually know? Did I know personally? Right. Oh, a nun. Exactly. So, I'm so, like so but how many, how many rich, how many rich white people do you know? Personally, none either. No, nah, you probably know them. You just don't know that they got the bread. You know what I'm saying? But they don't That's carry themselves. Me. They don't carry themselves like, you know what I'm saying? They got bread. That's why you don't know it. So it's it's hard to distinguish what a rich, wealthy black man or woman is supposed to be like. Because for one, yeah, there's a small the percentage of them. There's a small percentage of them that we know. And then when we do see them, they're on TV and they don't personify any of the good attributes that we, you know, we well, would like I to think about. It's to differ on that. I feel like e- even even fictionalized stuff like um, the Cosby's will show you how affluent Black people live. So... But who watches the Cosby's anymore? I know, but it's other, <laughs> shows, it's other shows like that. Like, what was that other show with, um, there was a reality show with the former rapper Run DMZ or whatever and his family. Yeah. Like T.I. and Tiny and them had a show. Like, But, but T.I., even T.I., he's still T.I. Like, he's still a hood nigga. Like, he, he know, might you be... You don't see him on there. You don't... On his TV show, even if he is doing some hood stuff outside the TV show. On the TV show, they not showing that. They showing him dropping his kids off at practice. Yeah, doing on... regular people stuff just on the more... But Golden, what does he rap about? <laughs> you know what that's what I was saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like I can see where you would say that he's rapping about hood stuff, but he's not still living that life. Right. They like, still not they're not living that life no more. Right. And that, that but we don't see that. Yeah. It, the whole point was to make money so you can get away from that and not have to live like that anymore. Right. But like I think again, it goes to more of a like psychological issue with that though. And mentally. Right. It's stuck. I'm like for a, for a hood person who made it versus uh a sheltered kid who made it and may be surrounded by some of that. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like I feel like in both of those outcomes it could be the same. I've never been exposed to that. I like that what I see. Let me go see what it's about. And then you got the other one where, damn, I missed that. I got this money, but all my friends is over here. So I'm going to go back over here. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, yeah, I, think it's the persona, I think it's the whole personification of the black man, bro. Like, every, and like right. it, maybe we need more. Maybe we need more. Um, a media showing how normal, not even, not even affluent black people, just regular middle class people live because we not doing that hood stuff. I mean, but that's yeah. without a doubt, though. That yeah. is, that is totally without a doubt. Right. But it's I feel like it needs to be more to it than just that, though. The, 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 it's it's not going to be like that because the media don't want that. 
You exactly. know, that's 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 exactly. we, we, we we have to arguing of you know saying we arguing a futile point like it's yeah. it's not what they want. Like that's not the persona that they want to portray. Like if like when you look at when you look at CNBC and you see all these CEO, we know that there's uh, uh, we know that there's a, a ASS amount of, of of black CEOs in America, right? We know that. But every time you look on CNBCC, what do you see? Who's a C? Who's a CEO? White, 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 white. So this is what rich white people look like. Then now you get one, you get one uh, the man Damon on Shark Tank. That's the only black one that you get, yo. That's it. And it's it's not enough. You know what I'm saying? So then it's like he he's the outlier. He's the oh, you know, he just made it. I don't know how he made it, but he made it. You know what I'm saying? We don't get enough of those. I mean, they're out there, but they're not on national television, like being seen all the time. Yeah. So when you, but but I tell you the ones that we do see all the time, the rich folks that we do see all the time, the rappers, the mm-hmm. gang, the gang dudes, the, the, the movies are about gang dudes and having all this money and bread. So when you think about being rich, now that you're a basketball player and you got money, so now you think, oh, I got money. This is how I'm supposed to act. It's a subconscious thing. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I don't just, know. I'm just trying to figure because even even as a child, I never, I always, I always knew that it was more to life than hood stuff. Yeah, but, that but, people but Golden, where you from? That every people. I was getting ready to say. <laughs> where you from? What was you, what was you exposed to, though? Richmond, right? Yeah. Okay. So you were we know that's the hoodest place too. in America. <laughs> right. 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 But, see, but I also was exposed to both both the hood areas and the suburban areas. But a sheltered kid may not have been exposed to it at all. But yeah. what do they see every time they flick the channel on? They see something, and if you keep seeing it and it's getting ingrained in your head, you subconsciously want it. You see what I'm saying? And want and to you, experience that. And you pump your you pump that stuff in your ear and your bass and your practices. You you know what I'm saying? You listening yeah. to all that crap all the time. Then when you become an NBA player, now these people that you listen to are your want to be your friends and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, I know Kodak Black. You know what I'm saying? I roll with this dude. I roll with this dude. They hooded and hood. Now I'm hood. You know what I'm saying? So that's how, like, every time we go to a party and you hear a hood song, all the black people turn up. Let's not even flex. Like, it ain't like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not true. When you hear when you hear Soldier Boy shootout, what you about to do? <laughs> shootout. Hey, they talking about a shootout. <laughs> That's hood activity. That's it's it's not even hood activity. Nobody parades about shootouts. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But that stuff gets engraved in your head. Now you live this party life. All, you live that life all the time because you got bread and you got time. All he he played one basketball game a week. He got time to just do f off, do with all, all kinds of crazy stuff, you know. So he want to chill with his friends. His friends pull, so now he got bread and he want to let help help them live the life. And they just as hood as you know whatever. I guess that's also too where you have the right people around you as well. Because if he had the right people around him, they would be mentoring him and directing him 
in a different way. I, but see, I don't know because we always say that. We always say if you had the right people around you. I feel like when sometimes when we say that, we deflect off the person itself. Yeah, it has to start with the person first. But Even if you have the right people around you. Huh? Who, who, who's gonna teach them? But even I mean, if I can see them right saying around you though, how many I, how many motivational movies have you seen where you had like the motivating black man trying to help this whole class, and you still got one dude that's still gonna be part of the hood culture and end up getting shot or something out there, surrounded by nothing but success. But still, that person does it. And then you got the hood person in the class that ends up being the smart one. Right. Or you got the shelter kid that wants to go out to the hood and do some hood stuff. It's like we can't always say if you had the right people around you because you can and you probably do. But it's you that didn't want to actually take that into account. You see what I'm saying? You still wanted to do it yourself. So we can't always say it's because of that the people around you. It's you. That's true. John Moran or Jay Moran. I don't want to fuck his name up. No disrespect it's to him. John Moran. John Moran. Dude, this is your second time doing that. Put the well, shit in your pocket, cuz. Like, what the fuck? Right. So like, the video, people won't learn until... Exactly. If you look at the video, his homeboy put the phone down real quick when he saw he did that. So he tried to look out for him. If you seen the dude's face when he looked over and saw he had to join now and how quick he put that phone down, you can't tell me he said, yo, bro, are you serious? You doing it again? I'm on live. You don't think he ain't had that conversation with him? Like, you got people around you. If I did some foolish, stupid shit, you don't think Craig gonna be like, son, what the fuck is you doing? And then uh, and then on top of that, he probably was in some, somewhere he ain't had no business being. That's probably. why he probably had it had it on him like that. Probably. You got all that bread and you still doing wild stuff, of course you're gonna have a pistol on you. So, well, I mean... You can't save them all. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it, would, a- it will be casualties. That's just a fact, but... It's up to you to want to to change that, man. No matter how many people you put around you, it's up to you to want to change. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what's going to happen with this whole Jonathan, this Jonathan Majors joint. I really want him to succeed. Oh, and now he's dating Megan Good. Oh yeah. What you want to be beat up so bad? <laughs> he didn't beat that lady. Oh okay. He, I, I do not he believe that. Did she? he called the police like that's that's the like that ends the whole discussion to me like if <laughs> i call the police she didn't call the police i called the police yeah, but i'm gonna call the police on myself you know how that go you know what i'm saying that that to me just <laughs> abolishes the whole thing i'm sorry I'm, it's, it's finished after that but in a domestic situation, you know how that shit gonna go. And then on top, and you know, a big what, black dude is she a little frail white woman? Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this is ridiculous, bro. Like, mm-hmm. well, t- I, I mean, he did, he did get a sister this time, so maybe he learned his lessons. But I don't know, it's too little, too late. <laughs> and that could probably be a publicity stunt, but who knows? You're right. But be. I don't know, man. 
I think he's a good dude. I really, I seen his success. I saw him rise. I feel like something happened, and they try to catch him. They try, they try to f him up. You know, yeah. I, I feel like he said no. Whatever the Illuminati was trying to get out oh, of, he, he said, said no. no to wearing a skirt and put on a wig like Madea. He said no to something, <laughs> and it was like, oh, all right. <laughs> he said no. That's that's my that's my that's my that's my one liner. Anytime something to... happened to a black man that's outrageous, I'm gonna be like, oh, he must have said no. <laughs> they, tried, they, they tried to they tried to um break him. Uh-huh. Wow. They over here buck breaking. He said no. Mm. Mm. So I really want him to win, man. I, I like that dude. He's a good 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 person. From what I can you don't say. know you don't know him personally. Yeah, but <laughs> some people you just you just like mm. And some people you the, be surprised the, certain like, stuff that he be talk, certain stuff that he be saying in his interviews and the way he be saying stuff, I be like, man, that's but that's pretty me solid. Sad at, it did have me sad at when they told me some she was up in the club after it happened. Yeah, that girl. Oh, it's more to the story. She ain't get touched. That shit. She probably tried to touch him, and he probably tried to back up off of her and just accidentally elbowed her ass or something. <laughs> and she was like oh you don't want me to touch on it okay call the police I want you to call the police because I'm going to tell them what you did <laughs> no, my. oh my gosh well with that being said this was a good episode this is your boy Comedic Energy your girl Golden your boy Cray we out peace out peoples